Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I would say that when you look at the numbers of uh, murders, rape, assaults at the border, let's say Laredo, Texas, I've always said that uh, Washington's about two or three times more dangerous, and we certainly see it now. The society without law and order is not a society. Well, you're right about that. That's the guy that got carjacked in D.C. the other day. A society without law and order is not a society. And you can point to many parts of the country where that is true. Congressman Henry Cuellar of Texas there, who had a gun stuck against his head as they carjacked him in D.C., which is happening all the time now. Yeah, if you, if it's uncivilized, it's not a civilization. Or it's a civilization that's crumbling. And, you know, an overarching theme to a couple of stories I want to get to is what does it look like inside progressives' minds as they look at the world? Because I honestly, there's such a divide, I think, between, I'll speak for myself, my mind and the minds of some of the people we're going to hear talking. Um, I'm not even sure exactly how to begin building a bridge that's to the way they think. Good question. We were just talking about our local area, so we broadcast from the capital of California, the biggest state in the country, fifth the biggest economy in the world, and I wonder when those lawmakers drive to the capital. I drove around the capital with my son on Sunday, and uh, he said, I've never been to this close to the capital. I said, you haven't? Because Sam has been in the capital, but I didn't realize uh, Henry has never been. Anyway, so we're right there at the capital. The big giant looks like uh, the capital in D.C. Capitol building. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are homeless tents and towns all over the place. And when the lawmakers drive there, like you just ask, what is in their mind? 
oh my god, how horrible the inequality is, or and what if look I, what the high rents have done. Yeah, or something? and then they never stop and say, hey, are you on drugs? And have eighty-five to ninety percent of them say, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me. That's you know that's one good example. Uh, but l- listen to this story from Washington D.C. Uh, let's just go ahead and roll sixty, Michael. Then we'll discuss. A big group of kids, like 45 or more, walk in before school, after school, and late at night to steal chips and drinks. They even throw the food and beverages on the ground and stomp on them, leaving behind a big mess. Fox 5 did witness teens doing that while inside the business and even after they walked outside. The camera shots are an empty CVS, a CVS pharmacy slash store that no longer has any good uh, goods on its shelves because it can't be opened because of all the theft. Go ahead with 61. Staff at CVS have been alerted that thieves are aware of when new shipments come in, and that's when they target the store. We're told that street vendors are allegedly paying people to go in and steal stuff so they can resell it. When we walked down 14th Street in Northwest D.C., we did notice street vendors selling toothbrushes, men and women body wash, car fresheners, as well as laundry and cleaning supplies, which are some of the same items no longer available at CVS. A coincidence. You go into the CVS, you empty it, then you set up your card table that you probably stole from Target with all of the goods you just stole one block away, and you sell them. What was that first clip about the kids throwing the chips on the ground, or stealing the chips and throwing the food on the floor? What was that? Well, they steal snacks and drinks, and sometimes they just throw stuff on the floor to smash it and stomp it or whatever just to show they can. Right. And they do so with impunity. As Washington, D.C., a progressive city, seeks to reenact the, 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 the policies of a bunch of blue cities around America, and speaking of Cal Unicornia, uh, California, um, you know, we refer to the, the different cities and states in America as laboratories of democracy that can try different things. But it's like the blue states tried to graft the head of a pig on a living man or something like that, and everybody ended up dead. The scientists were arrested and jailed. But in the next state, they announced, you know, we're going to try to do it like Illinois. says so we're going we're gonna to graft the head of a, a pig onto a live as if it's impossible to see how miserably that experiment failed over there. Well, this was my point to start the show. I wish we would talk about things that matter more often. I'm looking up at CBS, and they've got the breathless coverage of, will it be Steve Scalise or Jim Jordan up for Speaker of the House? I wish you'd spend as much time on this. Okay. Lawlessness. The businesses that can't operate in our biggest cities. That is amazing. You talk about historic. It's historic. No speaker has ever been voted out. It's historic that you can't have a drugstore in San Francisco or Washington, D.C. Now that's historic. They're locking up my toothpaste. So that is all extraordinary. But here's what I was leading up to. Now, granted, we've criticized man on the street interviews in the past because you can, you know, you can get some nut job to say about anything. I thought it was striking, though, uh, what the young people said, and there are several of them uh, in clip 62. I mean, it's bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things, but they shouldn't just be going in and clearing the shelves because this isn't sustainable for the store. A lot of folks actually can't afford any of the things in there. I'm not saying that ceiling has to be the solution to that, right? However, I don't know, maybe... If the city could provide more accessible resources to unhoused or under, under-income folks that can provide them, like, hair care, bodily care, 
hygiene care, etc. So these uh, young adults who both look to be maybe college or just, uh, you know, certainly in their 20s, said, you know, stealing's not right, but these people, they need that, those things. And and maybe the government ought to give them some. And, and they just, they, they're desperate. Somehow being indoctrinated into the idea that there aren't just people who want stuff they haven't paid for. There are people who want the fruits of labor without laboring. The fruits of wealth without accumulating any. People steal because they want stuff. It was true in the year 1100, my young friend. It's true now. You remember being a kid and some people would just wreck your stuff or take your stuff? Was it because they were poor or needed your blocks or whatever? It's the same thing as adults. They're just doing it because they can. They were desperate for my lunch money. They don't look desperate. So that's what I was leading up to with the whole, what is it like in a progressive's head? Well, I have a good friend who has that attitude about it. I just don't discuss the topic. But, um, yeah, they, they lock up the stuff that the people need the most. Uh, shampoo for their kids and razors wow. to be able to, you know, go get a job interview. You I mean, it's see- bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things. You see the for-profit set-up illegal stands on the street, right? Well, they're just desperate, those people. They need income, so that's why they do that. It's remarkable. I don't want to spend the money, but it all, if I was a gazillionaire, I would do this experiment, not with taxpayer money, with my own money. Like if I'm Elon Musk, I would, uh, I would come up with uh, large supplies of razors and deodorant for anybody who can show me their... W-2, that they didn't make any money. So it's plentifully available and Mm -hmm. see if the crime goes away. Because it wouldn't. Right, right, yeah. So in in a similar way, there's a a piece in Breitbart that's talking about a New York Times bit of journalism, and it's kind of the same theme. It is dizzying to track a progressive writer's thinking about illegal immigration. This, This writer, Marcella Valdez, says federal immigration policy allows employers to exploit poor people just like slavery enabled employers to exploit African people, according to the pro-amnesty article published by the New York Times magazine. And she relates the uh, the importing of disempowered foreign-born laborers, whether it's enslaved Africans, Chinese building railroads, Irish digging coal, Italians sewing garments, Mexicans harvesting fruit, um, these are now filled by immigrants. They're exploitive de- by design. And she goes into how evil that is and how immigration policy has created a permanent class of disenfranchised illegal workers. And then she goes into the so-called root causes that uh, Kamala is working as hard as she possibly can on. That's what I hear. <laughs> the solutions to migration rarely address the root cause. Unauthorized immigration for all the obstacles America throws at it remains a boon for countless U.S. employers and a reasonable bet for migrants who seek a better life. So now she's saying, but it's really a good deal for these illegal immigrants. So it's worth it for them to do it. And then she says, well, after you work for five years, you ought to be uh, allowed to immediately apply for citizenship. And that way we bring the people out of the shadows, blah, blah, blah. But that would provide a massive reward to millions of additional workers to take jobs at very low wages. 
And as Breitbart writes, perhaps cutting tobacco and sugar in a plantation run by Wall Street. Um, It's just bizarre, circular, emotional thinking. What's it like in your head? Stormy, I guess. I mean, it's bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things. Seriously, what I said earlier uh, is absolutely true. You talk about unprecedented. You want something that's unprecedented? (laughs) This is unprecedented in all of our lifetimes that your big, giant companies can't operate in a whole bunch of cities. They have to close their doors because there's so much rampant theft. That is a new world. Talk about that all day long. Not the Speaker of the House stepping down. Sure, you need a belt, and they have to bring you in the double locked lobby so you can look at clothing. (laughs) That's not worth reporting on a lot. Right. Like all the time until it's fixed? Because it's insane? Yeah. It's policy. There are plenty of parts of the country right now listening and saying, holy cow, that sounds crazy. We don't do any of that stuff around here. Uh, It's policy, friends. Policy and culture. I suggest rather strongly you don't trade yours for, for instance, Washington, D.C.'s. You're not going to like the results. You might as well graft the head of a pig on a man. Well, you seem to be a little into that. That's just the metaphor I've chosen. I'm trying to weave it in and out of the narrative. You sure you're just not a little fascinated about the idea? (laughs) Pig man? (laughs) I'm really not, no. Remember where we used to talk about the head transplant a lot? They claimed they'd done it down in Brazil or someplace. Yeah. A human yeah. head transplant. I'm pretty sure that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. If they ever get it going, you'll know right away because I'll get a new head. I'd love to have a new head. Uh, speaking as a guy who, out of nowhere, all of a sudden has a completely jacked up back. Um, no offense, Jack, to the term jacked up. Uh, what they can do to uh, heal your spine is fairly limited surprisingly limited so the idea of cutting it in two and reattaching it and everything working oh okay uh, no your your point is yeah if you can't fix a back you probably can't (laughs) move heads around (laughs) right yeah that strikes me as unlikely reattach them make them work Although I have Elon Musk and the, you know Mark Zuckerberg get to work on it, they'll bypass the this and that and hook sure. you up to that, and then you're in the metaverse. And before you know it, of course, the question we've always had is, do you get a new head or a new body? Does the does you go with the head? I think you goes with the head. So I can't get a new head because then it'd be a new person. I could get a oh, new yeah. body, but I can't get a new head. Well, yeah, your elbows would not be like, hey, wow, this is cool that you have a new head. I'm my head. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we'll, we'll dip uh, into a little bit of uh, Kevin McCarthy getting booted out yesterday and some of the commentary around that and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's one parent, a mother, and a child at this park. The kid is just playing quietly. The mom, the entire time, is on her phone, staring right down at her screen. Doesn't look up one time. Kid gets to the top of the slide, and I hear, watch this. And at the top of her lungs, shrieking like a velociraptor, this mother screams one second. Kid's terrified. You can see the white of his eyes just sitting at the top of the thing like, what did I do wrong? Mom never looks up from the screen as the kid goes down and goes over by the swing set. Well, I'd like to know if that guy was a parent or not, for one thing. Because uh, uh, my attitude changed once I became a parent about all this. That that can be horrifying. Because uh, I've admitted it myself when my kids were younger, especially. That you're looking at your phone at something meaningless as opposed to paying attention to your little kid during these brief moments when they're developing. That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. On the other hand... If you're sitting on a park bench at a park reading a book while your kid plays, it might be the only break you get that day that keeps you from going insane. Yeah. yeah, And uh, maybe you're just reading a book on your phone while your kid plays. That might be a terrible mom. Or, again, it might be a non-helicopter mom. Right. Exactly. You go play. You'll be fine. I'm not going to watch over you every second. You'll be fine. Everybody should judge for themselves. I have had plenty mm-hmm. of moments where I realize I'm looking at crap that's meaningless and when I could be watching my kids. I do that way. Too, I've done that way too often. My kids watch. But there's also times that uh, let's go to the park. I can, you know, listen to this Zoom call I have to be on while you're at the park as opposed to being bored at home. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. My mileage yeah. may vary. I just checked. He's not a parent. Um. But assuming that uh, that you would never do that if you're a non-parent, uh, let's see. Let's see if you do. <laughs> let's see. What if you do, do you have, Michael? Some sort of global who's a parent and who's not database? <laughs> Hilarious. Yes, I type in people's names and it comes up parent, yes or no. <laughs> That's what I do during commercials. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have time for this. I didn't mean to get off on it. It's our, uh, how much time? Hmm. Uh, a study on how addicted people are to the internet, and they broke it down to five categories um, from uh, not very addicted to quite addicted to the internet, which kind of fits in what we were just talking about. I find myself, I think I'm in the middle. 
what they call experimenters. It's about a fifth of Internet users. This group feels uneasy or anxious when not connected to the Internet. Once online, they feel a little better. Experimenters are more willing to try new apps, but they, they, you know, they control their usage. It's from casual users that barely ever go on, tends to be the older, to addicts who spend almost all their time on the Internet. But these stats I thought were amazing. The average young adult spends about six hours daily online, primarily on smartphone. Six hours. Wow. What were yeah. you doing with those six hours pre-Internet is a question I always wonder. Older individuals spend roughly four to five hours online every day. What were we all doing with these hours before we were doing this? Now, some of it, like I said, okay, I'm reading the newspaper on my phone. I would have been reading it in you know paper form. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a wash. But a lot of it's not that. Don't you think? Yes, I do. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm deciding what I can say and what I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, the... The need to constantly be amused and the constant presence of amusements, I don't think is good for humans. It's like if you're constantly hungry and always had food all around you, it would end badly. Um, I just don't I'm, I'm uneasy with trends I see among people that I know. Yeah, don't. I'm talking to myself here. Don't ignore your kids to waste time staring at your phone over something meaningless. Don't do that. Police that. It's horrible. Some of the commentary around Kevin McCarthy leaving yesterday. We could get into that story if you want to. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. An historic moment. For the first time in the history of the United States, the Speaker of the House has been removed. 
4% decided they were so morally superior, so intellectually pure, so patriotically better, that they would side with the Democrats, and that's what they did. That's Newt Gingrich. You probably recognize his voice. Former Speaker of the House. He got booted himself at one point. Um, he apparently does not like Kevin McCarthy, but did not like the idea of a handful of people being able to remove the Speaker with the help of the Democrats. How does that help the Republicans? We gave Matt Gates a pretty good hearing earlier in the show. Uh, his arguments, which all are his issues he mentions, are all things we talk about all the time and care about a lot. Just it's it's hard to square his the things he cares about with his tactics and figure out how that's going to help. I guess that's where or, I am on that, or whether he's sincere anyway. Well, right, yeah. So and because there are a number of people that are hardcore fiscal conservatives who think this was a terrible idea booting out Kevin McCarthy. We talked Tom McClintock the other day. He's one of the original founding members of the Freedom Caucus that was all about. Uh, fiscal conservatism and that sort of thing, and and he didn't like this idea. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton, who's a fiscal conservative, said of uh, Kevin McCarthy, I regret the foolish decision of a few Republicans to collude with Democrats to remove him from the speakership. National Review, who writes about our debt all the time, Rich Lowry writing, if this works, it should long be studied as one of the most witless acts of partisan self-sabotage in congressional history. Hmm. A bomb thrower targets his own. One interesting thing, so McCarthy did like an hour-long press conference taking all kinds of different questions, and he was, man, he was freewheeling and and feeling confident, and it didn't seem like a guy who had a care in the world. (laughs) Is that what I would describe it as cheery. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Man, he was all over the place. Did you see his long description of how World War II started? That must have been five minutes long. No, I missed that He went through it step by step. The, the 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 deal the, the Hitler coming to power after World War One and the politics and election and then invading Czechoslovakia and then Neville Chamberlain and the Brits and just he went through the whole long thing of it. I don't even remember what the point was. I was just going to ask. <laughs> That's why we can't trust Germany. Oh, I, it was uh, it was Ukraine funding because that ah. is a concern a lot of people have here. Is Kevin McCarthy was standing up against a certain segment of Republicans that don't want to fund Ukraine, and the belief is that Kevin McCarthy, when he would say things, no blank check, was just to appease him while he was fully on board with Mitch McConnell that we need to fund Ukraine um, as much as we can, and whoever replaces Kevin McCarthy may not feel the same way. So Ukraine funding may be on the line with this whole thing. Anyway, at one point, Kevin McCarthy said, um, somebody asked him the question, do you regret allowing this rule where one person can call for a vote to have you booted out. And he said, well, he said, you know, I was going back and forth at the time. He said, I talked to Nancy Pelosi. She said, what's holding things up? And he said, I told Nancy that um, they want this rule where they can, you know, one person can can, can call for my removal. And she said, let them have it. Let them have it. I'll, I'll back you up. I got your back. It's never going to be a problem. And everybody's a little confused by that. So by I've got your back, did that mean Nancy Pelosi wouldn't have let the entire Democratic caucus vote him out? She is no longer speaker, of course. So I don't know how much power she had over all the Democrats. Um, And then she was not in D.C. yesterday. She was in California because of Dianne Feinstein's uh, funeral. But 
does she not have the ability to phone call powerful people and say, no, 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 let's not boot him. I, I don't know. No, nobody's exactly sure what's going on with that that story. Do, what standing does she have among House Democrats at this point? Because Hakeem she, Jeffries is the minority. Leader. She's just a member of the House of Representatives. Okay, well, then she no longer has the power to enforce her promise, and Hakeem Jeffries obviously thinks differently. Yeah. Um, did she attempt to? I don't know. That's kind of interesting. I wonder if she called Jeffries and said, hey, here's why I wouldn't do it. But, you know, it's his call now. Yeah, um, that rule has been in place many, many times, most of the time over our nation's history. It's just there haven't been circumstances where it would work. I mean, your own party didn't want to boot you out. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you had right. the majority, and the minority can't boot you out. So it just never, you know, why would you have ever done it in the past? Right, yeah, exactly. It, especially because it would lead to chaos and discord within your party and make you look like jackasses on the national scene. Now, several of you have taken what Matt's gate... Well, you know what, I, I could characterize it, or we could just play you a clip. Um, let's see. Let's go with uh, 35, Michael. I think the House of Representatives is been paralyzed for the last several decades as we've refused to pass a budget as we've governed by continuing resolution and omnibus bill. So I think that this represents the ripping off of the Band-Aid, and that's what we need to do to get back on track. Okay, a lot of people have taken Matt Gates at his word, and that's fine. I get it. And and we are not Beltway policy wonks. Don't claim to be. Don't want to be. Uh, I'd rather open up a taco truck. Um but uh, Mark Levin is. He absolutely is. And he's a brilliant guy. Um, even when I disagree with him, he's smart. Uh, and he just uh, posted on Twitter. Let's cut to the chase. Gates is a piece of S demagogue who repeatedly lied during the House floor debate yesterday. And then, of course, simultaneously was fundraising and collecting email lists on behalf of uh, the people. He insisted that the House failed to bring up 12 separate appropriations bills. The fact is they could not get them out of committee because Democrats wanted to spend a great deal more, which would have blown up the budget further, and conservatives opposed the bills. It had nothing to do with the refusal by McCarthy to oppose regular order. McCarthy refused to go along with a continuing resolution that essentially adopted the Senate omnibus spending agreed to yet again by McConnell and Schumer. Yet Gates kept insisting otherwise. Gates said he's sick and tired of deficit spending and pointed to a $33 trillion debt. I know a few conservatives who disagree, but what had he done about it? He didn't go to the House floor, certainly not on a regular and sustained basis, and hammer away on the outrageous massive spending for COVID funds, which were used for every imaginable purpose other than COVID, etc., etc. He demanded that the former speaker intervene in his ethics investigation and kill it and despite text messages to the contrary denied it during his ramblings yesterday gates blamed house republicans who passed the most aggressive bill to secure the border uh budget cuts etc so he just says point by point what gates is claiming is dishonest he's a liar and again a an article of excrement well here's chip roy if you don't know his act he's really a fiscal conservative and really willing to blow things up to to try to fight the deficit but he doesn't think this was a good idea and I would point out that he was one of the guys who raked uh, McCarthy over the coals to get the speakership. Yeah, here's Chip Roy. You want to come at me and call me a rhino? You can kiss my ass. I've spent a lifetime fighting for limited government conservatism. I've not seen my family but for two days in the last 30 days. You go around talking your big game and you thumping your chest on Twitter? Yeah, come to my office and come have a debate, mother. Whoa. <laughs> wow, we got pieces of crap. We got MF bombs. We got to kiss my ass. What the hell? What's become of us? Well, I... I think you got a number of actual fiscal conservatives who are saying there's more. Well, let's hear more then. Go ahead. 
You know why? Because I'm standing up for this country every single day. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go to a nunnery. Because there are people who are buried over in Normandy who deserve us to stand up for what they fought for. So that's what I'm going to do. And all of you out there who are out there saying what you're saying out on social media, you stick it. I'm going to go down to the floor and do my job, and I'm going to stand up for the people who fought for this country. And I'm going to do it the way I think is right for the people that I represent. I think the actual fiscal conservatives are looking at uh, pretty boy Gates there on the Capitol steps, surrounded by like a hundred reporters hanging on his every syllable and are disgusted by it because he's a phony. I think that's what it is. I think they also know him better behind the scenes. And I don't think there is anybody who likes him personally. Yeah, that was striking between Mark Levin and Chip Roy, again, as a non- Arcania of the House wonk. Uh, that's that's some pretty strong testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a number of people tweeted out pictures of Matt Gates surrounded by reporters for like an hour yesterday afternoon out there in front of the Capitol and said, this, what was, this is what it was all about. This is this is the whole thing. This this tells the whole story. This is what he wanted. Interesting. I mean, because it's not easy to be a backbencher with no power. No, you haven't you haven't made any great arguments, written any policy pieces, uh, crafted any legislation, and get this much attention. But people like Matt Gates and AOC, those kind of people have become really good at it. You got to be good looking, you got to be smooth talking, and you got to be willing to say all kinds of crap on cable TV and on Twitter, and you can become pretty damn famous. Especially because the mood of the country, especially on the right, is, hey, we got to punch the system in the face. So if you punch the system in the face, you are a hero. But, you know, that's the problem with populism. You just punch the system in the face and made it worse and accomplished nothing, and you were never serious about it anyway. It's also a highly unique situation. I think it's the closest it, the House has ever been, or or, or, or one of two times it's ever been mm-hmm. separated by four or five people it's just going to be difficult if you got that small a margin and you combine that with the era of look at me social media uh, small donation fundraising matt gates makes a big deal of the fact that he doesn't raise money from lobbyists and uh, on its face that's cool no i raise that's money great. from msnbc viewers <laughs> Well, and from uh, people across the country who maybe aren't super sophisticated in their uh, understanding of politics who want to punch the system in the face because they feel like it's a giant bloated ripoff, which is exactly what it is. On the other hand, often, uh, you know, quote Bob Dylan, sometimes Satan comes as a man of peace. Con men always have a rap designed to make them seem not like con men I gotta that's s- their job yeah when i saw matt gates i think it was on face the nation sunday he was on one of those shows he was on there for a long time and i thought man i agree with everything you're saying dude everything mm-hmm. yeah but you're hearing from a couple of people with pretty high levels of integrity and credibility that are saying eh, it's a bunch of crap <laughs> so so that that hey this is kind of breaking news Yesterday, Jim Jordan was asked if he wants to be speaker, and he kind of gave a non-answer. Well, he is officially throwing his hat in the ring for speaker. He's not throwing his jacket in the ring because he doesn't wear a jacket. He just wears his shirt sleeves because that's how busy he is. But he's throwing his hat in the ring for speaker, so it'll be him or Steve Scalise or people keep floating Donald Trump. Because you don't have to be a member of the House (laughs) to be speaker of the House. I think now that would be the great disruption. That would be entertaining. 
That's when we're at peak crazy. <laughs> so Trump is on trial. Speaker of the House, (laughs) running for president. Right. Bad-mouthing the prosecutors and judges in the well of the House. (laughs) Having nothing to do with the legislation at the time. (laughs) You know, I I tweeted yesterday that back in 2016, I said my candidates were chaos and ugliness, and I was going to sit back and watch the poop show unfold. Well, may God forgive me for my words, because I had no idea how poopy the poop show would become. Uh... On the other hand, if I were to re-embrace that philosophy, then yes, Trump as Speaker of the House would be about perfect. Again, I watched the whole McCarthy press conference yesterday. It was pretty darn entertaining, and he was in a good mood and chuckling about a lot of stuff, but he was asked by Jackie Heinrich of Fox, looking back, is there anything you could do differently? And McCarthy laughingly said, yeah, a lot of them I helped get elected. I probably should have picked somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. Yeah, but Ian Bremmer did tweet with McCarthy out the future of Ukraine aid from the United States is in serious trouble. Now, that is an issue. We'll see how this all plays out. Yeah, we can absolutely talk about that if you want. We get a lot of emails from listeners who do not support funding Ukraine's efforts. Right. It is. Some have some pretty good arguments. A lot have kind of silly false choice type arguments, but we can talk through that. Uh, much on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The first public beach in Manhattan opened yesterday, and I feel like it's going to be hard to tell who's sunbathing and who just washed up there. (laughs) Hey, Johnny Three Fingers, enjoying the beach? Johnny? 
Is that a the mob kills people and throws them in the ocean joke? Is that what that is? Yep. Okay. It, it would seem to be, yes. We can confirm that. So, funny, we were just talking about uh, support for Ukraine, and that might be the only significant thing that comes out of the McCarthy story from yesterday. Uh, new poll out about Americans and their support for aid to Ukraine, and maybe we'll get to that in hour three. Yeah, you know, I meant to when we were talking about the the crime in Washington, D.C. and the people on the street saying, well, I don't like stealing, but these people must need those things. I mean, just these naive, brainwashed, you know, college uh, miseducated dopes. I forgot I was going to throw in this story. It's um, from this uh, Washington, D.C. artist. Annie Yelsey Velasco Sanchez, who has at least two names too many, a radical left-wing Indo-Latinx artist whose work focuses on justice and liberation. She was living the dream, her first solo exhibition, till a thief ran into the art gallery and stole two of her works of art. I'm not sure I followed all of those descriptions you had there. A radical left-wing Indo-Latinx artist okay. whose work focuses on justice and liberation. Pay attention. <laughs> Anyway, she says, and I quote, I feel violated. I'm I'm grieving the lost art, but mostly I'm feeling shocked at the boldness and thoughtlessness of entering a community space and stealing art that is all about justice and liberation. Hmm. One of the paintings stolen was entitled Bountiful, the land of thoughts and prayers that dealt with gun violence and state-sanctioned violence in the United States, etc., Uh, But though heartbroken, she says uh, she will not call the cops because she is a self-described police abolitionist who does not engage with law enforcement. Quote, I'm not willing to call them. For me, the harm that comes out of engaging with police is much more violent than anything that has occurred. She went on to speculate that the thief might have been an avid art lover. (laughs) Okay, well, you're talking about a crazy person then or a deluded artist. Artists should be in charge of nothing other than art. She even declined offers from friends to contact the police on her behalf. I totally agree with what you just said. Quote, there is a strong misconception in our country and in D.C. that police keep us safe, solve crimes, and recover stolen property. All the cops listening, that's a misconception. (laughs) None of those are true. I have more faith in my community rallying than I do in law enforcement doing anything. Uh, By the way, the paintings have yet to be recovered by the community rallying. I realize artists, their brains work differently, which is what allows you to do art, I guess. But, God, what in your life experience has led you to believe that, no, 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 you can craft a a community where everybody treats everybody nice and is looking out for the the whole and don't need anybody policing the rules or anything? Eh, It'll work fine. What, What, since you were in kindergarten or... Any group you've ever been a member of, or at any point in your life anywhere, <laughs> what has ever led you to believe that? <laughs> it's it's one of the reasons I refer to people like that as unicornians sometimes, because they imagine a world. And, you know, I'm all in favor of, you know, I, I uh, imagine the world as it could be and ask why not, you know, to paraphrase the famous, uh, famous saying. Um it's well and good to imagine a better world, but if you don't recognize the world you're in, you're delusional. And rarely is delusional a good plan for life. Hmm. Or any aspect of life, for that matter. What do you suppose? What, yeah. is, what is the connection in the brain between this delusional view of humanity and the ability to paint or, or play the piano or whatever in the way that the rest of us can't? 
So I don't we, know. That's a great, the, great question. The rest of us, and not all artists and musicians have that wacky view, but most. Um, I wonder what the connection is in the brain. The fact that I don't believe you need police opens up this part of my brain so that I can paint in a way that other people can't. It's what, how wild. It, it, it probably has something to do with being super right brainy. And uh, and the left uh, hemisphere is just a little uh, not so good or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have a feeling it's it's quite neurological. It has to be. I don't think they can help it. Yeah, interesting. And it's fine. I I run into dreamy artists like this a fair amount. I love art. I love music. All sorts of artsy stuff. And I'll meet them and think, okay, you're a complete unicornian, but you make beautiful art and you seem like a nice person. So I don't hate them for it, but uh, nor do I want them in charge of policy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope you don't get robbed or uh, run out of money, but uh, enjoying your music and your art. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people doing terrible things, uh, do you know about Trevor Bauer, the star pitcher? He p- pitched for the uh, the Dodgers, among other major league teams. I think he was with Cincinnati. It doesn't matter. But he was accused of terrible sex crimes. And the truth has come out about it. And it's shocking, but not in the way you thought it was. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the story at all. I'll stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 